It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast, recorded live at the spacious lineupmedia.fm studios in Edwardsville, Illinois. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref, you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. I am your host, Lance Descott, and this is The Drop Podcast. First of all, I'd like to say please forgive me for my raspy voice. I've got that nasty cold that's been going around, and uh, I hope uh, everybody out there is trying to stay uh, healthy and taking their vitamin C and not getting sick with this because, man, it's it's not good. It just started, and, of course, it's been passed around my family and all of my cohorts, so... Uh, you know, take it easy. If you get it, uh, drink a lot of fluids, uh, chicken soup, and uh, try to stay away from it if you can. Uh, let's get off the topic of being sick and move on to the Blues. The Blues, you know, they're just a team that is just inconsistent. Before this game against Pittsburgh, they lost to the Senators 6-4, to the Capitals 7-3, to and Winnipeg 5-3. to and really didn't play well in any of those games. I would say their best game was probably against the Senators. They looked okay. It was a competitive game for probably two-thirds of the game, but they still lost those those by blowouts. They allowed, I mean, my goodness, 18 goals in three games. That's terrible. You're not going to win games that way. And for that reason, Jake Allen was taken out of the lineup, and the Blues are just saying they're giving him some rest to get his mind straight. And it's it's just kind of a strange situation. But we hope uh, Jake will be back and uh, and be the goaltender that he can be. Uh, he's got all, all the talent in the world. I'm just uh, wondering what's going on inside his head, and he's not been in the right position. Uh, he's As I said earlier in other podcasts, he's coming out of the net when he needs to be staying back a little bit, and he's going way back in the net when he needs to come out a little bit. So... Hopefully he'll be able to get over those uh, issues and come back strong for the Blues because they're going to need him. Because if he doesn't, it's going to be hard for the Blues. It's going to be really hard because they can't trade him, number one. They really don't have the money to go out and get another goaltender, number two. And number three, it would cost them all kind of picks or a good player to get a number one goaltender. So they're in a tough situation here. Their future this year and the next four years Depends a lot on Jake Allen. Let's hope he can get back uh, to what uh, he is capable of doing. With that being said, the Blues uh, played the Penguins last night. We just weren't sure what we were going to get from them. But from the get-go, I tell you what, they looked like the team that played the Sharks and the team that played Anaheim. They were on a mission. They looked faster than Pittsburgh, which is shocking to me. They did a great job on Sidney Crosby and Malkin. And Kessel, I mean, just awesome. They put pressure on Murray, and we're getting some quality chances. They didn't let the Penguins get anything. I mean, I mean anything going really at all for the whole game. And they were able to take the lead in the first period on this goal by Colton Pareko, who the Blues really need to start shooting more. New forward unit out for the Blues. Here is Pareko with a drive. Score! Power play goal. Blues lead 1-0. Well, this all starts off the faceoff for the St. Louis Blues. 
And Colton Pareko has an absolute bomb. But watch the faceoff win right here for the St. Louis Blues. Good job by Berglund to retrieve this puck. It's a failed clear by the St. Louis Blues. They get it to Pareko all the time in the world. And he absolutely lays into this one big time. This is a failed clear right here by the Penguins. Had a chance to get it out. They don't. And eventually they pay the price. And a real heavy shot by Colton Pareko as he just powers this one through the five hole of Matt Murray. There's no way Matt Murray was going to save that. Just no way at all. Impossible. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Pareko has a shot of around 104 miles an hour. And... Uh, Murray reacted pretty quickly, but it was already through the five-hole by the time he really could do anything about it. And that key to that goal was the fact the Blues kept pressure on and uh, the Penguins were not able to get the puck out. As they said, uh, they had an opportunity, but the Blues uh, were able to win the faceoff and keep it in the zone. And Colton Parego gets his third goal. Uh, that was assisted by Piranha's 15th and Petrangelo's 15th. Power play goal. Good to see the Blues scoring a power play goal. Uh, they've been so up and down, you know, they'll go several games without scoring a power play goal. Then they'll go two for four, two for five. It needs a little bit more consistency on the power play. I'd like to see that at least, and it would help them out a lot in these games. But the main thing the Blues are searching for, consistent, strong goaltending. And last night they got it against Pittsburgh. Uh, Carter Hutton was on his game, made timely saves throughout the whole game. He was just what the Blues needed, an answer after these last three games. It's just been terrible for them. He, he started it out in the first period. Just to, you know, He made some great saves at the beginning, but also got this save just a couple minutes after Pareko's goal to keep it a one to nothing game going out of the first period. You get to the middle, a guy like Tarasenko, just a matter of time before he starts filling the back of the net again. Kessel's pass off the skate of Shattenkirk, and now a save by Hutton on Benino, and another. Oh, a couple of good saves here by Carter Hutton in the waning minutes of this first period. And once again, Benino does a good job of getting to a soft area in the offensive zone. It was a tough time looking at it from that angle right there, but Carter Hutton took that one right off the mask. But Benino does a good job of finding that soft area, just getting open just a little bit, and he's able to get that puck off. Yeah, Benino found a soft spot right there in the middle of the Blues defense. I would say just one of their three lapses uh, that Carter Hutton had to come up and make some huge saves. But Benino not only got the original shot, but he got his own rebound. But Carter Hutton was going to have nothing to do with it. The Blues go into the second period looking very good. Uh, you know, I was hoping not for a lapse. And guess what? We didn't get a lapse. The Penguins came out and tried to put some pressure. But man, the Blues were good in the neutral zone. The Penguins really couldn't get the puck in a lot. And when they did, the Blues were all over them. The Penguins got some quality shots in the game. But for the most part, their shots were taken from bad angles. And when they did get a quality shot, Carter Hutton was on the ball. He showed quickness. He was in the right position to stop the shots. Never really got out of position in last night's game. And, uh, you know, we can see from Jake Allen's struggles with not being in the right position and take the right angle what's happening to him lately. But last night, Carter Hutton was just on. And the Blues offense would take advantage of Penguins' mistakes, such as this breakaway goal by Ryan Reeves in the second period to give the Blues a 2 to nothing lead. Now Ryan Reeves cuts to the net. He shoots and scores! Ryan Reeves has given the Blues a 2 nothing lead here in Pittsburgh.
Well, Ryan Reeves, not the guy that you would expect to add to the scoring for the St. Louis Blues, but he does just that. And a, a job by the St. Louis Blues just to get this puck up the wall, a good bounce for them, and then the speed of Ryan Reeves as he turns on the Jets. He's able to take it from his backhand to his forehand. As you see, Schultz trying to find position to get in on him. He chose to go over him instead of staying inside of him. And at that point, Reeves was able to take it to his forehand and he puts it through Matt Murray. Ryan Reeves shows a burst of speed that I didn't even know that he had, but he took that puck from the neutral zone, uh, beat the Penguin player to it, and uh, got position on him and just put it past Murray to give the Blues a 2 to nothing lead. And at this point, they're playing great. It's the second period. Ryan Reeves gets his third goal. Shattenkirk, 22nd assist. Bartuzzo gets his second assist. And that was 15 minutes and 43 seconds into the second period. And the Blues are playing their game. They're playing that stingy defensive game. They're getting the puck out of their end pretty quickly. They're not allowing the Penguins, as I said earlier, to get good shots uh, for the most part. It's just a complete game so far. But every time it seemed like the Blues would get a lead, Carter Hutton would have to come up and make a very good save to uh, keep them ahead, uh, either one to nothing or two to nothing. And he did that in the second period with this big save. Puck to get it through to Tarasenko, blocked off by Sheary. Now it is Crosby. Schultz with a shot. Hutton looked behind him. He has the puck. Well, Hutton looked behind him, but. I think he knew all along. He was just wondering if this puck rode up his arm and, and threw him. But he's been solid all game long here tonight. And the Penguins do a good job right here. Sherry gets it to Crosby behind the net. Then they get the puck from low to high and get it to the point for a point shot. Not not much traffic. Sherry wasn't able to get into the in front of the eyes of Hutton. Coming out of the second period, the Blues, in my mind, played one of the most complete games that they've played this year. Comparable to the games against San Jose and Anaheim in intensity, defensive strength, and in goaltending. Just a great, great game for the Blues. Would they be able to keep that up in the third period? Because we know in the past sometimes the Blues have given up a couple goal leads, but there was no coming back for the Penguins. The Blues would actually add to the lead on this goal by Scotty Upshaw about 14 and a half minutes into the third period. Being lucky, those were those were shots that probably were going to miss the net anyway. That's what he'd say. And now Scotty Upshaw on the feed from David Perron gives the Blues a three nothing lead. Well, a great job by the Blues here on the forecheck once again. You see right here, creating a turnover pressure. Perron pressuring Benino right there, and then poor coverage in front of the net by the Pittsburgh Penguins. But Perron, good hard work getting in on the forecheck, puts that pass underneath the blocker of Matt Murray and that goes right on the tape of a wide open Scotty Upshaw in front he gets the goal but the work was put in by David Perron to get in on the forecheck the former Pittsburgh Penguin so the Blues get the win three to nothing on that goal by Scotty Upshaw just nice to see the fourth line come through again how many times this year has the fourth line saved the Blues I can't count because there's been so many times the Blues have lost a couple games in a row and then the fourth line will carry him for a game carry him for a couple games and this goal by Ryan Reeves earlier and this one by Scotty Upshaw his fifth of the season and Perron gets a 16th assist at 14:33 into the third period give the Blues a three to nothing lead and eventually a three to nothing win 
And um, I can't say enough about David Perron playing so well against his former team who traded him to Anaheim last year. He just played very good. He was just very, and and I guess you could say he was antagonist, was getting under their skin a little bit, was all over the ice, was forechecking. He was their best forechecker in this game by far. Let's go ahead and go over the uh, stats of the game. The Blues with a 3 to nothing win and proved to 24-19-5. The Penguins fall to 30-12-5. Uh, the Penguins had come into this game winning seven in a row at home, but the Blues take them out. The Blues get 28 shots on goal. Penguins got 34. The Blues were 50% on the power play, one for two. But the penalty kill for the Blues was awesome. Did the Blues take too many penalties? Yes. They took six, but they were able to keep the Penguins off the board, and the Penguins went 0 for 6. Just amazing, the, the penalty kill. Faceoffs are pretty easy, even 49% to 51%. Uh, Bonino had six shots for the Penguins in the loss. Hornquist had five shots. Malkin had four shots, and Murray made 25 saves. When you start going over stats, and one of the teams, all you're talking about is shots, you know the other team dominated the game. Uh, the Blues side, Pareko got a power play goal, his third of the year. And that fourth line, Reeves gets his third goal. Upshaw gets his fifth goal. Perron, as I said earlier, was just an antagonist against his four, the former team. And he was great on the offensive side, too, had two assists. Hutton was just awesome, 34 saves. Uh, was just a great, great job by him last night. As I said earlier, was in the perfect position uh, to block the shots, took the angles he needed to be was quick to the response on the rebounds if he gave them up, was just perfect. And the Blues needed that last night to get them back in the winning streak that they need to start here after this game. Let's go ahead and hear from uh, some of the Blues players uh, in uh, Carter Hutton, Ryan Reeves, and then Upshaw on the game and how they were able to take this one from uh, such a good team as the Penguins. Obviously a big win. Tough building to play in. Uh, you know, we obviously knew we had our hands full coming in. I, I thought we did a great job all night. I think we took too many penalties. Obviously, something we don't want to get in the habit of, especially against a team like that. But then that said, our PK did a great job. So obviously, that's something to build on. How do you explain, how do you explain shutting out a team that's scored 24 in the last four? I don't know. Like, I, I've kind of said, um, you know, I, I don't like coming to a game, you know, worrying about that. To be honest with you, I just worry about my play, and I, I think that's something I've stuck by this whole time. You know, like I've said, I, I think I could have been better in relief coming into games, where, where I don't think I have been great all year coming in relief, but it's tough. But my starts, I think, have been solid, and I just try to keep uh, chipping away at that. That's a 60-minute effort you guys have been talking about? Yeah, right there. You know, that's a that's a good hockey team over there, and I thought we did a great job of, uh, you know, eliminating their chances. Um, you know, they're going to get the chances. The NHL teams are really good, but, you know, the teams like that just can't let them, you know, we, they weave through the zone and make a lot of cross-ice plays, and I thought we did a great job of eliminating that today. San Jose was a pretty good game. Was this the best of the season? Yeah, I, you know, it's hard to, like, measure, you know, for, from my perspective right now to give you an honest opinion. You know, I'm pretty uh, locked in on the puck when the play's going on, but, uh, you know, I, I can just judge by, like, scoring chances and, and the way we play defensively and, you know, what we generated, and I thought we did a great job and we capitalized on our chances, and, uh, you know, obviously it's a, it's a huge win for us here on the road. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, Shaddy gets it on his back end there, so I know it's coming up the boards. Um, they're deep, play pretty tight in our zone, so I uh, figured if it gets out of the zone, I got a chance to blow by him and uh, found some mitts. That's a move that a lot of guys make in practice, but sure it's fun, I bet, to make it a game. I try that move all the time in practice. I put it 10 feet over the net, so it was nice for that one to go in finally. How about this win? I mean, people have been wondering about you. They figured tonight would be a really tough game, and to beat Pittsburgh 3-0 in a big lift for you guys. 
Uh, it's huge when, you know, obviously this month hasn't been going as well as we wanted. Um, it's kind of been, uh, it's been a really tough month. So um, to get a, get a win, especially on the road against a really good team, uh, it's, a, it's a jump start, but uh, big game in mini coming into all-star break. So uh, if we can get a win there, I think uh, we can start rolling after that. Is that about as close to a perfectly executed game plan as you've had this season? Yeah, I think uh, obviously too, a little too many shots. Um, I don't know, they were in the high 30s there, but uh, we think we took a little too many penalties, um, you know, me included in there. But um, I, I thought we took care of our D zone five on five really well, and uh, we worked out from there. And that's uh, that's got to be our game plan going forward. We were uh, we were focused, uh, determined. Uh, we knew, um, you know, playing a team like that with with high skill, speed, we're gonna um, we're gonna be in the penalty box a little bit, but. That was a way for us to create energy uh, early in the game. Our team killed off a penalty that I took, uh, and then, you know, it, it just it was a it was a confidence booster. Our, our penalty kill was was struggling lately, and we needed a, a big effort. Um, you know, our goaltending Hutsey played an incredible job. Uh, we did the right things. We blocked shots, and uh, we played on our toes. And uh, you know, our, our PK definitely needed that. Yeah, yeah, it was great. He, uh, you know, he uses speed. And his body well got in there, and uh, you know a big uh, a big effort from from guys like Revo tonight, and um, you know all down through the lineup. I thought we we came in knowing that Pittsburgh was going to roll their lines, and uh, we matched that, and we did a did a great job of sticking together and and playing a complete game. Yeah, it was just a complete uh, a complete game played uh, played the right way, and. Uh, you know, like I said, we we, uh, we found ourselves in the penalty box some key, uh, key times, and and the momentum you build from from killing penalties and watching uh, watching guys sacrifice their bodies, blocking shots, and, and doing the right things, it uh, it leads to to momentum and, and energy and uh, uh, some good vibes. And um, you know, it was just it was a well-rounded effort uh, by everybody. Like, like I said, our, our goaltending, you know, all this controversy over it, we really, uh, um, you know, I thought Hutsey did a great job of. Uh, you know, keeping us keeping us focused back there, and and uh, you know, it feels good to play a complete game. We needed that. They definitely did need a complete game, and they got it. I don't think there was really any flaws besides possibly you know too many penalties, as they said. But uh, guys, this is a game the Blues needed. This is a game they needed to come out and play their system, and they did. They played the way that they needed to. They played the way that got them to the Western Conference Finals last year. Very disciplined game, uh, besides the penalties, of course. But uh, they were just putting pressure on the Penguins and the Penguins' end. They were all over the Penguins when the Penguins would get in their end, uh, not allowing a lot of quality shots. And when they did get a quality shot, Carter Hutton was there, and his performance is what the doctor ordered. It was the prescription the Blues needed. Strong defense, uh, pressuring the other team, uh, the goalie needing to be hot, and Carter Hutton was. So the Blues are looking to build on this. They will be taking on the uh, Wild in Minnesota on Thursday. That game will also be on uh, NBC Sports Network. Uh, and as of today, Wednesday, the Blues 24-19-5 going into this game. The Wild 31-5 and and uh, have just been the talk of the Western Conference. They've played very solid. They're getting awesome goaltending. They're scoring goals. They're playing very disciplined hockey. And it's paying off for them. The Blues are going to have a tough task. And then they will also come home on uh, Tuesday the 31st after the All-Star break for their first uh, game of the second 
half so-called of the season, which is actually, you know, not really the second half, but it's the uh, uh, post uh, all-star half, I guess you could say against the Winnipeg jets at home and the blues need to continue to build on this. This win does them no good. If they lose a game or two and win a game or two, they must be more consistent. And if they can play like they did last night against Pittsburgh, there's some good things coming forward for the Blues. Let's hope Jake Allen can get his mind straight on what's ever ailing him mentally and allow him to get back to playing the way that he can play. Uh, you know, he's one of those goalies that when he's on, he's very, very good. But man, when he's off, he's very, very bad. So let's hope the best for Jake Allen and the rest of the Blues uh, moving forward here. Uh, let's wish Tarasenko a great all-star game and hopefully he won't get hurt. Uh, that would be terrible to see because we've already seen one player that's not going to make the all-star game because of uh, being hurt. And that was Malkin got hurt in last night's game and uh, he's not going to be able to make the all-star team. So let's hope uh, none of the players get hurt and we have a good all-star game. We know that three on three uh, format is really fun for the fans. Hope everybody gets to watch it and enjoy it. Thanks again for joining me for the drop podcast. We'll be back after the game on Thursday. And hopefully we'll be talking about a blues win and a two game winning streak. This has been the drop podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, shoutengine.com and stitcher.com. You can follow us on Twitter at official the drop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com or at theofficialdrop at gmail.com. Until next time, let's go blues! Blues!